Hi, welcome to Sapphic Survival Guide, where we are queer to answer your questions. My name is Cheyenne. And I'm Gina. Class is yeah. now in session. And today we have another guest with us. Brooklyn, can you introduce yourself? Let everyone know what you're all about. Yeah, hi, I'm Brooklyn. Uh, my pronouns are she, her. I am a Taurus sun, Aries moon, Aries rising, lots of Aries energy. Like my like half of my chart is Aries, actually. Amazing. And, yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I actually love it. I used to think I was an Aquarius rising, but <laughs> my mom gave me my sister's like birth time instead of mine. So I like wow. recently came out as an Aries and a lesbian. So yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. That's a big step. Both of those things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've actually been following you on TikTok for a while. And then I saw you start posting about being a lesbian and I was like, what? I had no idea. That just made me like you even more. <laughs> like I love oh, your content. And so like, just to find out you're queer, I was like, hell yeah. That makes me thanks. so happy. Like, yeah. I, um, I was like going as bisexual, like that was my label for the longest time. And then mm -hmm. I woke up one day and was just like, wow, this has really all been like compet. I can't see myself mm -hmm. with a man like ever. Like, yeah. I don't know. It, it felt, it felt very empowering just like being able to like say that and yeah it, it's I love the little like lesbian community I feel like so much like happier now <laughs> was there Those anything are... that spurred that um realization for you like what was the changing factor and how recent was that realization yeah too? yeah that was like I was like about like three months ago and honestly I've been really like working on like my mental health and everything mm -hmm. like that so talking to like a psychiatrist getting on the right meds and honestly like I went through a really good med change and I've been feeling really good about myself and I right. feel like I'm very like in a good headspace and I, I kind of just came to that realization then I was like yeah this is who I am fuck yeah when did you start thinking you might be bisexual okay honestly that started like as soon as middle school I had several like homoerotic friendships with women like it was never a normal friendship it was always you can't be anyone else's friend but mine but we're only friends yeah but yeah. so real so like crushy like it was really cute yeah I had a really good friend um she definitely made me realize I was very much gay I was like wait I kind of want to kiss you <laughs> Oh, and we like we were like sitting next to each other in bed I texted I was like can I kiss you right now she was like yeah and I was like oh my gosh oh my god <laughs> that's like wow. juicy. <laughs> that's juicy and now I, that's more than farther than I got in middle school <laughs> no actually I was sitting there I was like what is this feeling I've never felt this with men <laughs> oh that's sweet. Like so charged I love that energy I know like the tension was like there I mean like I had like my whole phase with boys like I went through it it was bad like you know everything for the male gaze and like honestly it was just not a good time in high school middle school I like found out I like girls but then it was like a weird time I was in middle school and like like I graduated in 2016 so it was like earlier like homophobia was like extra bad <laughs> like it's it's getting back there but I was very much yeah. like in the closet is there anything that you wish you had done sooner when you like started to explore your sexuality honestly I just wish I would have been more open with my feelings mm -hmm. like I kind of made it seem like everything was very much like lustful like it was more of like a sexual energy and mm -hmm. I wish I had like leaned more into like 
let's like cuddle and like I like you like stuff like that like like discussing feelings because I feel like I feel like it's like easier to just be like you're really hot I want to make out with you but like Mm -hmm. getting out there that like you have feelings for someone is really tough and especially when you're like realizing you like the same sex like it's it's hard and yeah I really wish I would have started that earlier but I really feel that because I really mistook a lot of my feelings for women when I was younger as like promiscuity, which was kind of just me being influenced by compact because it's like, oh, if I want to kiss a girl, it's obviously for a guy's attention, not for like something that I want. And it was a long time before I was able to think past just not I don't want to say like objectifying because that's not it, but like and not sexualizing, but only seeing queer experiences sexually as like experimental fun sexy things and not as like a legitimate relationship I could think about so I totally feel that and it's just like it's all compet obviously but (laughs) no yeah and it has like a lot to do with media too because like any kind of like media it's like there was like always hot like lesbian and like the men loved her like things like that it's like it was very it was very just like weird vibes, but now we're like getting like better representation. And I'm like, I'm happy for like younger people now because I feel like they have so much like more to like look up to, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. But it's, yeah, that's like a, I feel like that's a really common experience. Most of my friends, like they definitely feel like they like went through a phase where it was just like any kind of feelings with like women. It was very like promiscuous like sexual like things like that and like there wasn't really like speaking on feelings yeah it's definitely a lot easier to be like sexually vulnerable for me personally I guess everyone's different but for me personally it's easier to be like sexually vulnerable than like emotionally or like really like let people into like what I'm thinking what I'm feeling like it's easier to just be like yeah like let's have sex move on and (laughs) not really let them into like my internal world because the rejection is worse when so much yeah yeah it's definitely rough (laughs) I do want to keep talking about your queer journey but I'm also going to pivot because like Cheyenne said I'm also a fan of your content was style something you've like always been interested in like fashion or was that something you got into later in life also honestly I've always been like really into it but at a like young age with like being like fat it was really hard to wear anything besides business casual like yeah and it's like I always wanted to like really like wear like things that like my thin friends were wearing and like express myself through that and I feel like honestly everything happened with COVID we went into quarantine and I started doing my little TikToks like a lot of people did I feel like a lot of people got their start then and I like was home all the time didn't have a job I was a server before then so we were not essential (laughs) and I just went like through my closet and started putting outfits together started like doing things like that and I was like wait this is really fun I really like this and like it was nice to see a community of like other fat people online feeling empowered and looking sexy and like any kind of clothes they want to wear I was really really happy about it yeah can I just say the whole style thing is so Taurus of you no I <laughs> I am so yeah I'm I'm Taurus really like it's bad (laughs) (laughs) no it's a good thing I like I like Taurus placements um yeah I really like your I 
have like a little favorite creators like board on my TikTok and you're like on there and I like will go click on your profile and like scroll through all of the videos I've missed just because I like love to like see what outfit combinations you've come up with and I feel like you really inspire my sense of fashion because I feel like I just wear a lot of black and I wear like I I'm a cancer so I like to be comfortable and I'm trying to like leave my comfort zone and it's really hard but like what I think is cute style wise isn't necessarily what's comfortable to me or what's within my comfort zone so it's nice to see people like you putting on different outfits and like things that you might not like think to put together but like just like all of your different inspo you take from places uh it's really cool and I like to see it <laughs> thank you yeah, yeah I love like I love just like scrolling through Pinterest and like finding new things because I have my own personal style but I like mm -hmm. to incorporate other things so that other fat people can see a fat person in a style they want to see. Everyone's always like, do grunge, like do a grunge look. I'm like, this is really not me. I do them every <laughs> once in a while, but like this is yeah. How would you but describe I your personal style? Honestly, it's just very like like thrifty. I love to put mm -hmm. together like vintage kind of stuff. And I usually go with a colorful piece. I love to do like my red cowgirl boots. I mm -hmm. never thought I would be a cowgirl boots wearer. <laughs> Like in my, because I grew up in a small town, like in the Midwest, and I was like, yeah. I'm not like people, like I'm different. <laughs> yeah, and now you're like ironic cow cowgirl boots. Yeah, I only wear them ironically, but yeah, I like wear a lot of wear a lot of red. Ever since then, mm -hmm. I like buy red clothes so I can wear them as much as possible. So yeah, like it's like repeating the same pieces, kind of, because I feel like people think they need to like wear a different thing every single day. And for me, that's just like not the case because I feel like it's so much cooler when you see someone styling the same thing over and over again, but like mm -hmm. a different way. I feel like yeah. like for their personal style. Yeah, I love the sustainability of that and like seeing that you can like reuse a piece instead of, you know, just like throwing it away after you're over it. And I feel like I want more pieces like this t-shirt I'm wearing actually is one of my like favorite t-shirts it's just got like a little dog like in the desert wolf howling at the moon and it's like not that like exciting but it's like so fun to put into different outfits like I can wear it with like a midi skirt I can wear it with pants or like a jacket or just like by itself like I feel like it's so versatile for me but like some pieces are like too trendy to do that and it bothers me because it's like you're over it in two seconds I was just going through my clothes earlier and thinking about that actually because I was like I don't really want to wear this like shirt again but maybe I will someday so I'm just gonna hold on to it yeah yeah it's hard to like know when you should buy into the like trendy pieces like I was a victim of like House of Sunny like the dress <laughs> yeah but, like, it's so cute and it honestly is very much my personal style I like like funky like eclectic kind of things mm -hmm. but um it's it's kind of rough to like know what to do like I feel like it's very like ballet core right now or maybe even I'm a little late on that and it's like moving a little far I feel like everyone's doing like coastal outfits right now and they're cute they're really cute but I want to see people wearing the same pieces and adapting to an aesthetic if they want to do that because I think that's like really cool and it's possible, especially if you have basics, like that shirt would be really cute with like a denim vest and like you could wear like black jeans with it or a skirt, like like stuff like that. Like it's like easy yeah. to dress down. Yeah. Um, do you have any like thrifting tips for people who want to thrift more or, you know, 
thrift, but maybe aren't the best at it because I'm not, I'm not good at it. But we've talked before about style and like I've tried to play around a bit with like dressing more mask or like I dress pretty femme just because it's a little bit easier. Um, but I do thrift a lot of clothes and I feel like it's like hit or miss sometimes like if you go to the men's section sometimes it's like the cringiest t-shirts and then the women's section will be like I don't know a very dated piece and not in a good way so it's like hard to find cute clothes that fit definitely try to find local places like I love a good thrift trip to Goodwill or Mm -hmm. like even Salvation Army if it's like the only thing open but the local places are gonna have better prices and they're gonna have like more interesting pieces because usually like a local place will get like overflow from like if like somebody like dies and like all of their stuff like goes somewhere Mm -hmm go to local places rather than like Goodwill or something so like you'll get like all the cool like vintage grandma stuff and it's a lot more fun like I have a local place I go to and all of their money goes to an animal shelter so like it's like a non-profit and I found like a juicy bag there like nice like shoes like my best tip is look through everything though like every single thing because people stuff things in like different sections so you have to like know it's it's so hard to do that sometimes it's so whenever I go thrifting I'm like this is a whole day (laughs) excursion and and, like looking through things is so tiring is there anything that you look for in particular like are you looking at like materials or like patterns or no definitely when I go through shirts I kind of like I skim and like I see like materials I like or like something that looks like a little more faded because I like a good like vintage kind of mm. thing I like brand new like you can tell the difference between like a vintage t-shirt versus like one that's like on the rack from Shein like you can mm. tell the difference majorly and like you just spot it out and look at it and see if it's anything cool but I also love to look at the lingerie. Every time I go there, I'm a big of like vintage bras. I've been trying to find one. It's hard to find them in plus size, but I love to look at all of that kind of stuff. And I find really cute slip dresses. Mm. Have you ever dabbled in dressing more mask or are you pretty femme? That's actually, I love that you asked that because I just bought like some kind of like cargo like shorts and it was like mm-hmm. a little like mask. And I felt like really good in them. I was like, yeah. wow, I should like try this more. Like, <laughs> I think I kind of want to exper- experiment with that because I've always been like very, like very femme. And I don't know, I kind of want to like lean into like that side, like try something more mask. Like I was even thinking about like getting like the like mullet like haircut. That'd be I cute. Like, yeah. When I went down your um, Skinny or a Fit series, which I'm obsessed with, just that concept mm-hmm. is amazing. There was one outfit that I think could be considered, if not masked, like genderless or gender fluid. It was like a um, high, like a tank turtleneck with a blazer and jeans and boots. It was very like fall professor. Mm. Anybody <laughs> could wear that. You know what I mean? Like that could be anybody. Yeah. I love that one. I know exactly which one you're talking about. That was my favorite <laughs> outfit of the whole of the whole thing. I mean, I, some of the other ones that I liked on you, I would not wear. I try and just accurately describe my style as like utilitarian. Like none of my shirts have things on it. I don't wear a lot of patterns. I have like a lot of solid color tans and beige and orange. Earthy. Earthy vibes. Yeah, very like desert cult vibes is my style. 
Um, <laughs> but there were other things on you, like dresses that I would never wear that I was like, okay, no, that's really cute. But I like to mm-hmm. sew for other people. So it was more like, oh, I could make that. Like that's where my mind was going. And then mm-hmm. someone else will wear it on me. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was gonna ask you if you ever <laughs> alter anything that you buy or if I that's wish, not. I yeah. wish I did. I wish I had. Um, my grandma, when she passed away, she had a sewing machine in her basement and my parents moved into her house and I was like, please let me have this sewing machine. I'm going to be amazing at this. I yeah. tried it one time and I wasn't good. So I quit. Like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, no, I'll give you tips. It's that's summer. real. You have to go back Wait, to it. if you were going to go in public and you wanted people to know that you were a lesbian or you wanted people to know you're mm. queer, what would you wear? And it, okay. it could be mask, it could be them, whatever you want. Like, I'm just curious, like, how you would signal to people. I love this oh. question. Yeah, um, <laughs> definitely a ring on my thumb. Like, mm-hmm. that is so, <laughs> like, stacked rings. But, like, if you're wearing a thumb ring, I'm just assuming you like women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I bought those cargos, and I was like, these are perfect. Like, I like these are what you wear to attract women. <laughs> like... Yeah. <laughs> what kind of shirt or like shoes would you wear with it? I'm just curious, I, like what's the full look? <laughs> oh yeah. I um I have a shirt from like OGBFF that says Jesus mm-hmm. saves I spend. <laughs> that <was> like, <laughs> that's fucking that's hilarious. Ironic Christian tea. Okay. That's very yeah. gay. <laughs> I, ironic. It's so ironic. My family <laughs> and someone I wear it around them, they're like, we don't like that. I'm like, I don't <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, definitely some platform shoes, like maybe a like little vest if it's not too hot. I feel like that's just like the perfect lesbian uniform. Yeah, I'm trying to like get myself to wear vests more because I do feel like they're very gay. Gina, you wear vests. I've seen you in a vest before. I have I have a couple vests. They're like, I have like two versions of the same vest. Pretty much. <laughs> Every time I put on a vest, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I I don't feel right in this. Like, I just like, like I said, I have a hard time leaving my comfort zone. And even if things are outside of my comfort zone, I want to wear them. I feel like I need to just like put them on and like force myself to wear it. But it's like so scary to like leave your comfort zone because then like if you don't feel like good in it or like affirmed in it, like sometimes you put things on, you're like, yeah, I feel good in this. And sometimes you're like, I don't feel that good. And then you go out in public and you're like, oh, I really don't feel good now. And it's like scary to like try out new styles or like transform your, how you express yourself in any way. Cause it's like, ah, everyone's looking at me, but no one's looking at you because no one knows that's not how you dress every day. (laughs) No, I feel you on that. I used to like put value on like the outfits that I wear based on like, if I like got like a compliment or something in public, Mm. like I'm a big, like if I see someone wearing a cute outfit, I'm going to tell them because I know people like like people need those like kind affirmations and it's just like also you could like meet a new friend things like that I'm trying to be more outgoing it's really hard for me to like do that in just like a like grocery store or something but I feel really safe doing it at Trader Joe's (laughs) (laughs) that's like the perfect place to do it you can meet other queer people (laughs) exactly yeah we all we all gather there (laughs) yeah yeah I feel like every time I go to Trader Joe's well, I don't know. Isn't that like a stereotype that the people that work there are like really nice to you? Yes. We don't yes. have a Trader Joe's here. So I've only gone like oh, you're missing out. 10 times. So it's not like a regular occurrence for me. Um, but like, yeah, they're always really nice. But I think that's also like they have to like, obviously when you work in 
customer service you have to be nice but like they seem really nice and I'm like is it because they're they know I'm gay (laughs) (laughs) how you think that I'm like they're getting paid to do this but I really need a confidence boost so I'm gonna go through like the checkout in my gay little outfit and like buy my (laughs) Robert drinks and they're up every time <laughs> honestly yes. this is what my girlfriend does who is an Aries so this must be an Aries thing y'all <laughs> another thing it's like cracking me up like the peacocking yeah, yeah. A little. <laughs> I go out without a little fit on like if I go out in sweatpants I'm not gonna get out of the car because I just don't feel like it I feel mm. like I like I love attention but I also hate being perceived it's very like it's a it's a battle it's a battle yeah. in there I get that. Yeah. I want to be perceived in like a very specific way by specific people. And like, otherwise I wish I could just like not exist. Like I wish there was a button I could press that I'm just like a a cloud of smoke (laughs) with a voice. (laughs) Um, we were talking about like knitting and archery and I was going to ask do you have like a queer obsession or something that you're like obsessed with that you think could fall under the realm of queer culture like it doesn't have to actually be but if you perceive it as that no I'm so obsessed with the last of us right now it's like hard (laughs) it's bad because I watched the show and then I was like oh my gosh I love this played the game then played the second game and so like Ellie's like a like lesbian in it she's like older and I'm like oh my god like I am in love with her <laughs> <laughs> did you watch the show first before you got into the game yeah I heard about the show um like I think around like last year like December and I asked my brother about it because he's a gamer and he was like you should play the game and I was like I'm not gonna play the game like I don't I'm not a gamer like I'm not a gamer girl and then yeah the first episode of the show and then I bought a ps4 on facebook marketplace that day I was like, yeah wow. this it was an, it, yeah I was quick <laughs> yeah I was gonna ask if you're a gamer but <laughs> that explains that yeah. but I guess now you are for the last of us I tried to watch that show but I couldn't really get into it I'm not like a huge like zombie show action show person so it's hard for me to get into but I I was drawn to it because of the queer characters <laughs> Oh yeah, totally. I get that. I'm, I've always been like, I love the walking dead, like stuff like that. I'm very like, I feel like I like like basically like everything. Cause like I could go from like pretty little liars to like the walking dead to the L word. <laughs> very, like very much everything. What else do you need? <laughs> There's gay people in all of those. So <laughs> you don't really need anything else to entertain you. <laughs> what, what do you like about the last of us like is it ellie's character or like is there like what has you so obsessed with it the story is really good and honestly in like the second half of the second game we meet another character and she's like a like muscle mommy lesbian i mean she's not actually a lesbian but like (laughs) she is to me like she's experiencing combat and she's just so hot (laughs) like playing as her i can't concentrate (laughs) That's so funny. I love that. I love when people have uh, video game crushes. I'm just playing Animal Crossing right now, so it would be kind of weird for me to have a crush on any of them. But like some, I definitely, I'm like, you're gay. Yeah. I love that for you. But I had a girlfriend when I was in my like 
Animal Crossing era in the pandemic. Pajmina was my <laughs> girlfriend and she made jokes about wanting to live with me. And I was like, we're not U-Hauling. Stop it. <laughs> my friend has a sugar daddy on Animal Crossing. Uh, Apollo gives her gifts every time she comes. Oh like, God, to I had campsite. Apollo on my island. Yeah. Well, my we're bestie, playing though. pocket camp, but yeah. Okay. I love yeah. that. I feel so left out. I've never played Animal Crossing. <gasps> you should to play it. Yeah, it's a great game if you're not a gamer because like I don't like shooting things or defeating things like you just have a little like farming <laughs> and collecting your vegetables and selling them and then buying furniture. It's really wholesome. Yeah. Farmville on Facebook. <laughs> Yes. Throwback. Oh my gosh. Okay. I thought of not to like come up with ideas for your TikTok, but there are so many Animal Crossing villagers and you could like do their outfits. Like, like, I think I saw one of my mutual something like that before. Like I swear I've seen it and I was like, this is adorable. Like I like inspired by, I used to have a series where it's inspired by like TV shows I'm watching and like stuff Mm -hmm. like that. That's like where like my first video blew up was me like pretending to be in The Walking Dead. I was like me <laughs> of The Walking Dead. It was like when the like I don't even remember the song, the loser. I'm a loser, baby. Like yeah. it was that ending. <laughs> I love those videos. Like I can just sit th- and watch them forever. Just like people and like outfits inspired by. I saw one today. Uh, someone did outfits inspired by like iconic books from our childhood so they did like Gina B. Jones mm. yeah and they did like outfits or maybe it was all Gina B. Jones actually I don't know but it was really cute and I was like I love that and yours are really cool like I'm like you have really good editing skills <laughs> thank you has your style changed at all between um identifying as bisexual and coming out as a lesbian like have have there been any shifts for you I don't think it's really changed since then like I think it has changed just over the years naturally. Like, I mean, trends definitely like started like to influence me a lot more when I was online and like starting off on TikTok. But I think I found my way like through thrifting and it's definitely evolved. Like I used to like do kind of like a like little like e-girl kind of thing. Like I would wear like the like Nike shirt with like the white like long sleeve under it and like yeah. split dye and I would never wear that now but like <laughs> the time it was good it looked good maybe mm-hmm. I should I don't know <laughs> what's your favorite outfit now to wear okay I love to put on a dress because it's just so easy like it's one thing on yes and I-, I agree <laughs> yeah yeah dress. and people are always like why are you so dressed up and you're like I'm not I just put one thing on <laughs> you're like it's you put way more effort into your outfit than me I swear mm-hmm. a dress tote bag one of my Harry Styles tote bags I'm a Harry like through and through and then usually my cowgirl boots or like some form of like tennis shoes or even like open-toed shoes but I have a weird thing I hate showing my feet (laughs) (laughs) I'm not big on open-toed shoes either unless I'm going to the pool (laughs) you know I'm like like a pedicure and I don't want to go get a pedicure because then somebody has to see my feet to give me a pedicure (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's real um about Harry Styles what's your favorite Harry song oh my god I can't do just one they're all so good okay like top three top five top ten <laughs> well I have a I have a um tattoo for daylight so that's definitely in my top oh, okay three. I love lights up and I'm a big grape juice girly like mm. uh, song is just so dreamy I love Harry's house that's my favorite album like ever yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know as many of the songs from, well, I do like know the, I know the popular ones from the newer album, but like the other two albums, uh, my old roommate was a huge Harry Styles fan. So I know like all of the songs. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. When he went low and he released Sign of the Times, I was like on a train and listened to it like the entire train ride until I knew mm-hmm. the word. well I feel like it's really especially One Direction is very gay like I loved One Direction and I feel like all their songs were like about girls and like I could like them because it was guys singing about girls and it's definitely not because I like girls I'm not worried about everyone wanting to steal my girl he is I'm just singing along (laughs) you know all relatable yes like I love listening to like a man sing about girls because then I can insert myself (laughs) yeah I feel like you should have said Harry is your uh, queer obsession. I feel like that's a very queer obsession. Well, The Last of Us is as well, but Harry. I'm like, I don't know a man is my queer obsession. That's true. Like, what was your queer obsession, Cheyenne? My queer obsession was like the moon and like bodies of water. (laughs) (laughs) Very like vague, weird shit. (laughs) Astrology. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) what's your sign no you always have to like what's your sign your way into someone's DMs (laughs) yeah you do that's a good way to do it honestly and that's how I like to like make friends and when I used to be on like dating apps I used to have in my bio guess my zodiac sign and I felt like that was a good conversation starter because either they know nothing about astrology and I can teach them or they know a lot and we have something to talk about so it was like perfect no that's like a conversation starter and then it's like I don't know. I tried to have Bumble for friends because I don't have any friends where I, I have. Live. I have Bumble BFF Same. right now. Yeah. yeah. It's it's so hard to get out of like the like talking stage on there because you just, like, how do you just say like, let's stop with the small talk and hang out? Like, yeah. I, it's so, it's so difficult. <laughs> Gina, do you have advice? Gina's good at it. Um, like. The one that worked for me was like trying out farmers markets and other like in town events. That's what's worked for me so far. But it is such like an effort you have to put into it. Like mm-hmm. it's like dating, but you're not dating. I feel them. like it's more intense <laughs> because it's like dating. I feel like there's already like kind of like not rules necessarily, but like expectations on how like a date goes or could go and yeah I don't know maybe that's just like me needing social scripts to like know how to (laughs) interact with people (laughs) and when it's up to me I'm like fuck I don't know what to do (laughs) no I need to hit up a farmer's market now like that Mm, yes I need some fresh produce like (laughs) yeah fresh produce fresh friends yes exactly (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think our last question before we get into one from a listener, um, do you have any advice that you would give just overarching for young queer people or a younger version of yourself or anything for younger queers? It ties back to like me saying, I wish I was more honest about my feelings. Like try to like accept gentle and like sweet, like love, like don't like expect yourself to be like, so like lustful and like it has to be this big thing like you deserve to have just like innocent love with other queer people like go on cute little dates do the fun things like that because those are really important experiences and I wish I had more of them with women it's real I like that yeah That's cute <laughs> uh, it makes me sad now I'm like oh <laughs> well you have time now you have all the yeah. time ahead of you to do that go to the farmer's market that would be a cute one <laughs> 
So we have a question from one of our listeners. The question is, I'm a lesbian who still thrives off of men wanting to fuck me. Like, is that actually lesbian slash I tend to be slightly obsessed with guys who clearly like me. I like attention, but I'm only attracted to girls. Is that normal? Honestly, that is so valid because I feel like as like coming out as a lesbian, I had to realize that I was doing things for the male gaze like that like quote that's like you're like a woman like with like a man inside of you like watching you like do you Mm. you know like that Mm. that's from society like you're still very valid in being a lesbian like you just you like attention I mean I'm an Aries I like attention I love (laughs) it it's it's fun it's a little bit toxic of you too like to like kind of just like let them do it like I support a little bit of like (laughs) just a little bit I think it's fun but I mean if it if it becomes something that's kind of like stressing you out definitely like mm-hmm. inner that because for me it's just like I love to like have a little like flirty conversation and like if it's it's from anyone like I do not care <laughs> yeah no I agree I like attention I like banter even if it's not going to go anywhere it's just like fun sometimes no matter how I like identified in different times of my life, there's definitely people that I entertained that I never would have actually gone to bed with it, but it was like (laughs) still fun to like talk to them for five minutes and let it be what it is. So Mm -hmm. I feel like there's different, like it's like a Venn diagram of who you're attracted to, who you'll accept attention from, who you'll flirt back with. Like there's different levels of it and that doesn't change your sexuality just because somebody likes you and you're like, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. Like you want to be liked. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think it's very normal. Like I was recently at a store and this guy asked me for my number and I was like, I'm in a relationship, but like, it still felt like nice. Like I I felt good about myself kind of, yeah, yeah. It's flattering, but like, it's not obviously something that I'd want even if I were single, but it was still like, it feels good to like be like wow like people think I look good but at the same time I'm like why do you think you could get me you can't (laughs) you're a man (laughs) but like it still felt like nice in a way but also not (laughs) but it's still like yeah it's flattering and I don't think it's abnormal to like that kind of attention yeah it doesn't invalidate your sexuality no not at all people don't talk about it enough like this is like a safe space for attention whores. Like, because <laughs> <'cause- laughs> outfits and I go out in public, I don't care who's telling me. Like, I would prefer a pretty girl tell me mm-hmm. I look pretty and says, I like your shoes. I'm not going to hate him for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, These are cool shoes. Thanks. <laughs> you should recognize it. Take some yeah. notes. Go get yourself a pair. <laughs> <laughs> well if everybody wants to find you and your boots and cowboy boots where can they find you online and all your plugs and things yeah so um i'm brooklyn dot d allen on instagram and then brooklyn d allen on tiktok everybody thinks my name is brooklyn dallin but my middle name's dawn so <laughs> yeah that's that's where to find me my name's not brooklyn dallin <laughs> and we'll tag you and everything of course so make sure everybody can find you of course uh if you want to send in any questions you can send that to our email sapphic survival guide at gmail.com 
We also have a phone number that you can send a voicemail to. That's 724-209-8877. All of our socials are at Sapphic Survival Guide, except for Twitter, which is just at Sapphic Survival. And for bonus content, you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Sapphic Survival Guide. Last, leave us a rate, review, follow all the things so other queers can find us. And you can find me online anywhere at The Libra Gina, including my website, thelibragina.com. And you can find me, Cheyenne, at Hot Mess Bean on pretty much any social media platform. With that, class is now dismissed. Bye. Bye.